Monday? It's supposed to be Saturday. We were busy. Yeah, because some little idiot decided to go back to their dad's house, so I had to spend Saturday as a travel day. Anyways. Traitor. Anyways. So, Brendan, are you ready to get mid with AEW Review? Start it up. Start it up. So, are you ready for random wrestling news? Yes. So, your thought on Jeff Hardy telling some YouTuber that he signed with AEW? That is the most Jeff Hardy way to announce something. That is true. Thoughts on Ray Phoenix only has three more weeks until he is cleared from his elbow injury. We need Penta back. We have Penta. Penta. We need Phoenix back. We need Phoenix and Penta back. That's what I meant to say. Thoughts on Goldberg had COVID prior to getting called for Elimination Chamber. Damn, well, she had it during that match. Give it to Roman. I'm kidding. That match was three minutes of absolutely bullshit. <laughs> AEW decided to pick up the option on Brian Cage, but they do not use Brian Cage. Um, maybe they'll start using Brian Cage? I hope so. I mean, hell, if you want to pay me to sit my ass at home and I can do whatever I want to, okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Whatever works. So, the big news... Um, Cesaro did not re-sign with the WWE. Do I blame him? The Fed sucks. Well then. Just throwing that out there. See, I'm allergic to that topic. Yeah, because we're talking about the Fed. (laughs) So... Who do you think has the better feud? Lesnar Reigns or Punk and MJF? Is this even a question? Did I ask it, dipshit? Lesnar and Reigns. I agree. If you believe that, I got a oceanfront property in Oklahoma, I'll sell you. Dark cheap. (laughs) If you don't like the Punk, Maxwell feud. You, you, something's wrong with you. You have to be living under a rock. Or you just hate AEW that much. The where you have to hate the best thing in all of wrestling right now. All right, next. Do you think AEW is signing too many free agents? Um, It depends. I mean, it's nice to have a deep roster like they do in case people get hurt. But eventually, some of those people might get fed up and leave. Think you have plans for them. And they might not stick with you no more and go do something else. So, my next question. What is your dream WWE match? None of them. What would be your dream AEW match? Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy. Okay. Wouldn't that be a good match? Yes. My dream WWE match would be Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano. No, he's not there no more. Can't be like, does it have to be current? No. Okay. Shawn Michaels versus Johnny Gargano. Okay. 
who do you consider to be the best wrestler in the world at this moment? Um, well, my background's the best tag team. But if we just go here real quick, and we go here, we go to that, boom. Because it's Adam Cole. Yep. It is Adam Cole. Baby. Okay. So news come out that Asuka was supposed to return this month, but because WWE has no creative for her, they have put her on the back burner. Are we surprised? She'll probably be cut. What would your thoughts be on Punk Danielson and an AEW world title win? Either one of those winning the AEW title. Um, Punk's... I wouldn't mind a Punk at it. I think he's too old. Maxwell deserves it the most, even if he has to cheat to get it. Excuse me, we're not talking about that. I'm just saying, if he has to cheat to win it. Maxwell doesn't cheat, though. That's the problem. And Adam Cole doesn't low blow everybody. Yes, he does. Then Maxwell cheats. That's how that works. Would you like to see either one of those hold the AEW title? I would like to see both of them hold it. At the same time. I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. So, my next thing. Who is the most overrated male superstar in WWE history? And I'm going to give you a list to pick from. Okay. Hogan, Reigns, The Great Khali, Cena, Goldberg, Nash, The Ultimate Warrior, Lex Luger, Lesnar, Ryback, or Batista? Ooh. Not Batista. Definitely not The Ultimate Warrior. Not Cena. I I would say Hogan. I'm just not a fan of Hulk Hogan. He's a bitch. I was going to say, you were not around when Lex Luger wrestled, but he was my favorite back in the day. I loved me some Lex Luger. No, but that dude was like 6'5 and built like a fucking tank. Yeah, he also did a lot of steroids to get that way. Well, steroids were just a big thing back then. I'd probably have to agree with you and say Hogan. So, your boys, Nick and Matt, dropped some news today. I haven't heard it. I have yet to watch Being Elite, but AEW is hitting a West Coast swing. I figured they would. They are going to be at the Toyota Arena on June 3rd. A, I do not know where this arena is. So we might need to make plans to go. Road trip? Houston. Road trip, anybody? I I think that's in Houston. What is it? A Toyota Center? Toyota Arena. Toyota. You know. The car that the best NASCAR driver of all time drives. Oh, wait, no. The Toyota Arena is in Sandy, in right between LA and Anaheim. Oh, so they're going to SoCal. Yeah, I was thinking of the Toyota Center. So we need to make a trip to SoCal. I want to go to California anyways. We can see Bobby. Oh, we got to tell Bobby. Got to tell Bobby they're going to L.A. Yes, we can tell Bobby we're going to L.A. E-E-W live events. They're also coming to Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Yes. Nine days after my birthday. You want to take a trip to Detroit? 
know, because that means I'd have to see your daddy. Good point. Anyways. All right. So that's all the random wrestling news that I have right now. I do not have any. So, do you want to get into Dynamite from Wednesday? Amazing. Awesome. Goaded. Shall I continue? When is Dynamite not good? That's a good question. Yes. Keep talking. Hold on. I got to go get the charger from my computer because it's dying all of a sudden. Um, Dynamite was cool. Maxwell's a bitch. I don't think she heard me say that. MJF's overrated. He is. Yes. Is it working now? Okay. It's charging. Nice. Does it kind of suck if my computer went out while we were recording? Anyways. Right? Yep. Alright, so what was we talking about? Oh, we were talking about dynamite. We were about to start dynamite. Okay. So, dynamite starts off with a tag team battle royal. Fun. There were some good tag teams in this match. Red, Red Dragon, Dragon. Young, Young Bucks, FTR, FTR, Private Party, Santana Ortiz, mm. Johnny Hungy and his partner. Who was it? Alex Reynolds? I think so. Johnny Hungy even eliminated somebody in the Battle Royal. I think he eliminated a few people. Mm-hmm. And we had some bad teams in there. Gun Club, and they were the first team eliminated. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the Gun Club. Yeah, if you like ass boys. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and I do like ass on boys, but not them. <laughs> so I have a question for you regarding this tag team battle royal. Okay. So the the AHFO had two teams in in this match. They had the Blade and Butcher in Private Party. Yeah. So don't you think them four should have worked together to eliminate everybody else? Uh, no. Instead of just like randomly going after people, like it would have been like four on two. Well, I think they had a strategy and it failed. You think? (laughs) I mean, I was just asking. Red Dragon won anyways, so that's all that matters. We haven't got that far. You're ruining it. Eh. But the best, well, besides the winner of the match. The best thing that came out of this match was the Santana meme. Yeah. That was awesome. Santana eliminates both members of 2.0. And then we see the Red Dragon and Young Bucks kind of working together. That was shocking. Somewhat. So FTR tries to eliminate O'Reilly. And I can't remember if it was Matt. Or Nick that saved him and then got eliminated by FTR. And Dax flips him off as he's laying on the side of the ring. And then you see FTR standing in the corner letting the other teams fight, which I think is a smart strategy in a battle royal, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go hide over here in the corner, let y'all do y'all's thing, and then we all get tired. I'm not going to be tired. I'm going to come kick your ass. Whatever works. I did like the Santana and Trent Beretta part on the apron. And as them two were fighting on the apron, O'Reilly and Matt kicked them off. They go bye-bye. So there's two people that just got eliminated. Not a fan of Trent, so woo. 
Then Fish comes by, takes out takes out uh, Dax from FTR and rolls under the ring because he had already been eliminated. Yeah. I did like the fact that poor little Johnny Hungy was holding his own in this match. Double suplex Matt and uh, Kyle somehow. Which was entertaining. Because it came down to O'Reilly, Johnny Hungy, and Matt. Matt Jackson. And this is the part that gets me. And I don't know if it's clever or what, but O'Reilly fakes a shoulder injury, acting like he can't pick up Hungy to throw him over the rope. Matt picks Hungy up, eliminates him. Then O'Reilly eliminates Matt. Whatever works. That. That worked. So, so, we know Red Dragon is one of the teams that will be heading to Revolution to face Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus for the tag titles. Red Dragon better win it. So, your thoughts on the tag team battle royal? Entertaining. Fun. Would watch it again. You probably did. Probably. Um... I like the match. It was fun. Plus, it's always fun seeing Red Dragon win. Yeah. And then we see your boy, Hangman, comes out, starts beating on Red Dragon. I don't like Hangman right now. Because they kind of jumped him. And the Young Bucks are just like, hey, dude, do your thing. We leaving. They roll out of the rings like, fuck y'all. And then Adam (laughs) Cole comes down. And then we get a promo with Hangman. Gets a chair, sits in the middle of the ring and goes, who is ready for story time with Adam Page? Not me, because the only story time I want is with Adam Cole. I don't like Adam Page right now. Um, He's going to lose on Sunday. You think? Yes. You really oh. think they're going to put the belt on Adam Cole? Uh-huh. And then they're going to put the TNT belt on Adam Cole. And then they're going to put the tag team belts on Red Dragon. And then Omega's going to come back. It's like, hey, I want that world title. And then we're going to have Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, and Jay not the Young Bucks, Red Dragon and Jay White versus Kenny Omega, Hangman, and the Young Bucks. Okay. Which would be a fun and entertaining match. Which we would probably get for free on a Wednesday night. Probably true. So, you know, I'm not a fan of Hangman, so the promo was kind of eh. Yeah. Then next, we get another promo. What's this promo by? This promo is considered one of the best promos ever in w- in wrestling. Ever. Um, Maxwell's. It is Maxwell. Still don't know if he's working us or not. So, poor Maxwell, you know, kind of got his world turned upside down last week. Then he comes out this week, kind of looking distraught. And the crowd usually boos him except for me i always cheer him yeah they start chanting cm punk and maxwell gets in the ring and starts talking about being bullied in school talking about having learning disabilities brings up the fact that he got bullied because of his religion because he's jewish i'm kind of like you i don't know if he's working us or if all this is true The learning disability thing, I have heard him mention several times in different interviews when they asked him, you know, why did you want to become a wrestler? And he's like, school wasn't for me. So I've heard him say that several times. So I I think the learning disability thing is true. But he goes on and keeps talking about, you know, how the highlight of his day was the day he got to meet CM Punk. And um, 
while he's going through his promo, the crowd kind of turns. Instead of booing Maxwell, they start cheering for Maxwell. <laughs> it has to be a work, right? Has to be. I don't know. So Punk comes out. No music. He just walks straight to the ring, climbs up on the outside of the apron, and looks at uh, looks at Maxwell. And he gets in the ring and he asks him um, if it's true. And he asked him. He asked him several times before Maxwell answers him. Maxwell replies, "Yes, it's true," and rolls out of the ring. Proceeds to walk up the ramp with tears in his eyes. I will have to say that is one of the best promos when you get the fans who started off booing you to to cheer you and he made punk look like the bad guy in this situation this has to go down as promo of the year and we're only in february and we're only in february it's gonna be interesting to see how punk responds this week or if he does um they have to have a segment on dynamite well, I'm sure Punk will say something. Yeah. About it. Because, I mean, it, in MJF's defense, and you know I always defend him, he did bring up good points. A, CM Punk did walk out on the fans. And there could have been fans that, you know, CM Punk was the highlight of their day getting to see him on TV. Yeah. When they had to deal with bullshit in school. Yeah. Or bullshit at home or whatever. So he made a valid point that, hey, you were this big star. You know, people looked up to you and you just said, fuck it and walked out on us. So I'm like 50-50 on whether all this is true or is it a work. Yeah. And if it's a work, it is one of the best works ever in wrestling. I think people are still trying to figure out if Cody's a work or not. Okay. Well, we're not talking about him. Anyways. So anyways, then we move on to a match and we get the House of Black, which is Malachi Black and Brody King versus Pac and Penta. We get Good a match. new entrance from Penta. Dark Penta. Evil Penta. We get Dark Penta. And his little sidekick, Alex, looks like a medieval cardinal. I was getting Paul Bear vibes from him. From the Catholic Church. I was getting Paul Bear vibes from him. Oh. Yeah, the makeup kind of did, did give you the Paul Bear, like, when he was, like, trying to be, like, really ghostly looking. Yeah. I thought the match was pretty good. was a fun match. Um, it starts off with Pack and Penta taking the fight to King and Black. Penta prevents Black from using the mist by putting his hand over the over Black's mouth and kind of choking Black on his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Penta and Pack get the win. And the lights go out and we see somebody standing in the ring. Buddy Matthews. So evidently, Buddy Matthews has had some beef with um, Malachi Black. And everybody thinks he's there to kick the kick Malachi's ass. Then he turns and starts attacking Pack and Penta. I don't care what side he was on. Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews has now joined the House of Black. Buddy Buddy Matthews is in the House of Black. And so he's now in you have AEW. you have Buddy Matthews, Malachi Black, and Brody King. At this point, I don't need Bray Wyatt. No, we still need Bray no, Wyatt. We still just need not, Bray Wyatt. Just not as a part of the house. As of a part of the house. So next, we get another promo, which could be considered promo of the year. Because it was good. Wasn't it's between it was between Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. 
Kingston gets a huge pop from the crowd when he comes out. Jericho gets a pop. I like the line where Eddie says, are we done massaging your ego with that song? <laughs> I take it Eddie is not a fan of Judas by Fozzy. I think only I think you only you fans are. You fans? Well, it's possible. So Jericho proceeds to say something about Kingston being a street thug. And Kingston tells Jericho that he probably don't even know what a street thug is. <laughs> and this had to be the best line. Kingston tells uh, Jericho that if he wants a sports entertainment company, it's right down the road. That this is not a sports entertainment entertainment company. If you want one, it's a couple blocks down the road. That was a shot and a half at the Fed. It was totally worth it. Kingston also says he ain't a sports entertainer. Therefore, hollers at Tony Khan to get him two women out there to wrestle because he is done with the shit. Eddie calling the shots now? Evidently. So are you excited to see Eddie and Jericho at Revolution? Who doesn't love seeing two old guys fight? Old guys fight. So then next we have my guy Ricky Starks. Love Ricky Starks. And he's taking on 10 from the Dark Order. What are your thoughts on this match? Uh, good match. Entertaining. It was, Entertaining. A, it was a good match. I really have seen 10 win? 10 win? Yeah, I really thought they would put 10 over, but I guess they're pushing Starks. Because we need more. And Starks wins. Well, 10 has Starks kind of like in the full Nelson and Starks grabs his mask and twists it so he can't see and then Starks gets the win. So that was a pretty smart move on Starks' part. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So then next we get a Red Dragon Young Bucks promo. And the Young Bucks believe that Red Dragon double-crossed them. As much as I like the Young Bucks, how is that a double-cross? It was a tag team battle royal, which means every team is for themselves. Um, Am I wrong? So why do you feel you were double-crossed? I mean, it came down to you and O'Reilly. So did you think O'Reilly was going to let you throw him out of the ring? No. <laughs> they... oh, Adam Cole proceeds to tell them, can't we just all get along? I am so confused. This is messing up, and I don't I'm know so why. I'm so confused. This is messing up, and I don't know why. Maybe that would work. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, doing that. Doing that. Are we good? No. No. This is because, like, I'm hearing myself twice, and all my echo stuff is down. Like, I'm hearing myself twice, and all my echo stuff is now. It's a delay. So we're back. So then we get a Ricky Starks and Ten match. I thought they'd let Ten win. Oh, we talked about that. I think. Yeah, we did. Anyways, good match. Uh, forgot where we left off for a second. 
doing some technical difficulties. Yeah, if you hadn't left, we wouldn't have this fucking problem. We we got we talked about the Starks match. So yes. then we have the Red Dragon Young Bucks, where the Young Bucks said that they were double crossed. First of all, you're in a tag battle royal. So why do you feel like they double crossed you? It's every team for themselves. Because it's the Young Bucks. Then Adam Cole proceeds to tell them that they need to get along. And then O'Reilly tells Landon to turn the camera off. The next we get a women's match, which is Jay Cargill versus the Bunny. Yeah. Jade's daughter was in attendance. Oh, was she? Yep. Huh. Interesting. Um Jade picks up the bunny with one hand. Jade is that bitch. Jade is that bitch. Then the bunny Russian leg sweeps Jade onto the rail outside the ring. Ow. That would hurt very much. Yes, and it looks like Bunny is kind of in control of the match. And then Jade slams the shit out of the Bunny. Yeah. And then Matt throws in the brass knuckles, and Smart Mark throws in the belt. So when the Bunny grabs the knuckles to hit Jade with them, Jade puts the belt up and blocks and hits the knuckles. The knuckles hit the belt, and the referee ejects both Mark and Smart Mark from the ring. Whatever works. I thought it was a pretty good match. It was a great match for a women's match. It's an AEW women's match. When's it not a good match? Unless it's the Serena Deep stuff. Then Jade gets on the mic. Now this is where I think she needs a little work. I wasn't too impressed with her mic skills. But she gets on the mic and she asks, who is next? Better yet, who is left? Good line. Then, some little blonde bitch come running out by the name of Ty Conti. I love Tay. She's going to get her ass kicked. Um, then gets in the face of Jade. And Jade kisses her on the forehead. <laughs> and then the bunny seems to attack Tay Connie, and then we have Anna Jay comes in with a chair. Tay's gonna get her ass kicked. So we have this match Tay and Jade at Revolution. I'm, I'm sorry, but Tay is not the one that's gonna put the title on. I don't care. That she's dating Sammy Guevara and it would be so cute for both of them to have a title. No, she is not good enough to have a title yet. Anyways, um, yeah, Tate's gonna get beat. Yes, then we go backstage and we see Keith Lee being interviewed and he's interrupted by Ricky Stark. who um, proceeds to do a Keith Lee impersonation. Yeah. What do you think of Ricky Starks' Keith Lee impersonation? Anything Ricky Starks does is cool. It's Ricky Starks. And then we get our main event which was Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia. Thoughts good match. I thought it was a good match. Both were technical. They're both technical wrestlers, so I guess that kind of made it a better match. Yeah. It kind of went back and forth between the two. I thought Garcia showed some good intensity. Um, 2.0 jumps Danielson from behind after the match. 
and we get to hear the best song ever. Wild thing. Wild thing hit, and here comes the wild thing. And he proceeds to take out 2.0. And Danielson picks up the mic as the crowd chants, this is awesome. And Danielson agrees to the match and tells Mox that don't be surprised if he don't be surprised if he's the only one that bleeds. That's gonna be a bloodbath. Thoughts on Danielson Mox match for revolution. Going to be entertaining. Going to be a fun match. So that was all for Dynamite. What was your top five moments from Dynamite? The Danielson Mox promo, the Keith Lee promo, uh, the Ricky Starts match, Red Dragon winning, and the Maxwell promo. Mine were number five, Danielson agreeing to the match against Moxley. Four was Red Dragon or O'Reilly tossing out Mac Jackson. Three, Buddy Matthews showing up and joining the House of Black. Number two was the MJF promo. And number one was the Kingston Jericho promo. Wow. Wow. Why are you saying it like that? Surprised you didn't put the Matt's promo first. I like the Kingston promo more because, like, he put it was just funnier. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about a serious Maxwell. I like serious Maxwell. I like asshole Maxwell, not serious Maxwell. I still think it's a work, but that's just me. I think everything's a work. But yes, you think everything is a work. So then we go on to Dynamite. I mean, Rampage. Friday, sorry. And we start off with Sammy Guevara defending the TNT title against Andrade. Good match. Going into this match, did you think Andrade had a chance to win? No. It was a fast-paced match. That it was. I did like the part where Sammy Guevara was on the top rope and uh, he gets pushed into the rail by Andrade. That would hurt. Very much. Back and forth between Andrade and Sammy being in control of the match. Sammy and and Andrade uh, botched the flying over the rope flip. I think Andrade was too close. I did like the DDT on the apron by Andrade. That was entertaining. Even though I think he got caught up with the ropes and couldn't get all of it. Maybe. Sammy lands the Spanish fly, but he couldn't capitalize because they had both been going back and forth and they were both drained. Yeah. Andrade tries to remove the padding on one of the turnbuckles. Term belt. Matt Hardy jumps up, takes it off another belt, which ends up backfiring, and Andrade gets pushed into that turn belt. That would hurt. Sammy hits the cutter, wins the match. Hardy then jumps in the ring and attacks Sammy. And then here comes Grandpa Sting and Goth Godson running down the ramp. Darby flew. He slid in the ring, did a tope suicide on Matt Hardy, then left. So now we're going to have Darby, Sting, and Sammy versus um, Isaiah Casti, Matt Hardy, and Andrade at Revolution. Entertaining. 
in a trios tornado match, I think that's what they're calling it. So next we have our boy QT. I like QT. I don't know why QT gets all the hate. Because he's a Cody boy. Has nothing to do with him being a Cody boy. I like QT Marshall. I don't know why he gets all the hate. But he proceeds to be talking about disrespect. And he's talking about Hook. And he proceeds to say that he made Hook, not you, talking to Taz, who is Hook's father and is on commentary. And then QT proceeds to send a number of students to attack Hook, and Hook just pretty much kicks their ass. One student even walked away. I mean, I would walk away too if I didn't seen this little boy kick all them other people's ass. Hook is a badass. Send Hook. Send Hook. Repost if you're a hooker. <laughs> Repost if you're a hooker. Then we get a Men of the Year promo where Scorpio Sky wants a TNT title shot. I need them to put the title on Scorpio or Ethan Page. They need a title. Can be either any title. Tag title. TNT title. The world title. I just need one of them to have a title. So next, we get my man Wardlow versus Nick Camarado. Big meaty men match. Big meaty man match. But the problem with this big meaty man match, one of these big meaty men look like he just come out of the cave. And it's not Wardlow. And it was not Wardlow. So Camarado proceeds to actually take down Wardlow, which I thought was surprising. And then Wardlow suplexes Camarado over the top rope. He gets distracted by Aaron Solo. And poor Wardlow gets sent into the steel stairs. That would hurt. I come and massage his shoulder for him. Okay. You do that. Between his legs. <sighs> then it looks like Camarado is kind of in control of the match. You know, he slams Wardlow. Then Wardlow proceeds to choke slam him and gives him four power bombs and gets the win. Solo attacks Wardlow. Wardlow goes for the power bomb, or Wardlow power bombs, and, and Spears hits him with the tear and pisses off Wardlow. Then Sean Spears per- proceeds to tell Wardlow that the power bomb isn't working, that he needs to get back to the base. So is Spears jealous of Wardlow? Yeah. This was the best line from commentary all night. Chris Jericho says he wants to run down there and powerbomb Spears. I want to see Chris Jericho powerbomb Sean Spears. Sean Spears needs like 20 powerbombs in a row. I have a feeling that Spears and Maxwell are going to get their powerbomb symphony soon. Can it be this week? I don't think it's going to be this week. I, I'm looking toward more maybe summerish. Maybe it'll be Sunday. Oh, I think they're going to wait and keep building this up until maybe the summer. Because what's the next pay-per-view? Is it full gear or all out? Double or nothing. September. All out is in September and full year is in November. Maybe one of those pay-per-views he's going to turn and then the next pay-per-view they're going to set him up to fight somebody. Yeah. Then we get the Serena Deep five-minute challenge. She beats up another jobber. Then we get the contract signing for the AEW women's title between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Well, first, Hold on. 
the woman that wrestled Serena Deeb was also on SmackDown the same night that she was on Rampage. Okay. How does that work? Um, because Rampage is taped on Wednesday. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Therefore, she would be free to go to um, SmackDown. Thought that was funny. Hey, whatever you gotta do to make money. Yep. Yep, yep. So then we get the contract signing. Britt Baker proceeds to tell Thunder Rosa that Thunder Rosa is jealous of Britt Baker. Probably. And then Thunder Rosa dives over the table and starts attacking Britt Baker. The table got used for somebody jumping over it. And who comes out to assist Thunder Rosa? Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez. I think they're setting up a Mercedes and Hater match because... um, Mercedes put Tater through the table. How dare she hurt Jamie Hater like that? I don't appreciate that. Did you say the table is a hater now? Yeah. That we can. So then we get our main event, which is another face of the revolution qualifying match between Orange Cassidy and Anthony Bowens. Max's rap kind of lacked this week. Yes. The rap was mid, but there was a line in the rap that had to uh, be edited out. Yes. So, OC comes out with Wheeler Yuta. Anthony comes out with Platinum Max, as always. I like the part where, where he said that um, they had no black friends. Yeah. That was, like, the only good thing about it. And then OC proceeds to rap, picks up the mic, and says, word to your mama. Hardest bar of 2022. If that is not such a white boy saying for a rap, I don't know what is. <laughs> so Caster tries to interfere with the match. Yuta takes Caster out. Then Caster proceeds to hit Yuta with the chain. Yuta gets helped from the ring. So now it's pretty much a two on one because you know Caster's going to keep interfering in the match. Bowens looked pretty good. He was in charge of the match for most of the match. Yeah. Orange gets attacked by Caster outside the ring. Gets hit with the chain in Caster's hand. OC is sitting in the corner. Bowens walks up to him and gets ready to like put a move on him. And OC does the scissors. <laughs> and then he takes control of the match. OC proceeds to take out both Bowens and Caster outside the ring. OC does two DDTs, goes for the pin, and Bowens kicks out. Yeah. Then the match turns. Caster gets distracted by the very evil, the very nice, Danhausen. Caster got cursed. And OC proceeds to hit Caster with the orange punch. Then goes back into the ring. Goes back into the ring. Bowens. Takes out Bowens. Feeds Bowens and goes to the ladder match. Your thought on putting Orange Cassidy in the ladder match? 
It's just getting better and better. Because you got Keith Lee, Wardlow, Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and now Orange Cassidy. And I think they're going to have one more. And somebody said that might be a surprise and it might be Miro. Maybe. I would love to see Miro come back. Yeah. So, your thoughts on Rampage? Thought it was fun. It was entertaining. I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty cool. But, I think that's it that for now. For Rampage and Dynamite. Can't wait for this week's edition. Got Revolution Rampage. on Sunday. Oh, yes. I'm really going to have to drop $50 for this shit. Oh, it's going to be worth it. I know, but I'm really going to have to drop $50 for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, TK loves taking my money. That's TK. He really, really does love taking my money. I'm going to need him to stop taking my money for a while. (laughs) This broke bitch needs to um, replenish her money supply. And he's not helping. That's fine. Anyways, so anyways, that is our AEW wrestling review for now. For now, we'll have another one on Saturday. Yep. Any last comments? If the quality of this was shit, I'm sorry. It's the first time we're doing Zoom like this. Yeah, because somebody had to be a traitor. (laughs) Anyways. We'll see you people later. We'll see y'all next time because you're mid and you know it. Oh, damn. Bye, peeps. Goodbye.